0: I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up?
1: Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan.
2: And I'm Valerie.
0: And today we watched two Winnie the Pooh movies.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, Pooh's Heffalump movie and Pooh's Halloween Heffalump movie. Yes. Or PHM and (laughs) PHHM. If you're me having to denote the differences between them in one of my two documents. (laughs) This is the first of our uh, Halloween Spookaboo episodes for this month. I don't think we're going to have a ton of them. I think maybe just two. Uh, uh, I I forget. It'll be a surprise. Um, For all of us. For all of us. Um, But this is our first one of at least two. And Happy
1: Halloween month.
0: And only half of it was Halloween because the first Heffalot uh, movie is not Halloween themed at all. Uh, but the second one is very Halloween themed, even if it's not spooky. I'll go ahead and do a brief spoiler free plot synopsis of these. The first one is about um, prejudice. Yeah. <laughs> and about... people are how people are different than us
2: a different kind of fear
0: yeah yeah anyways um they they all are scared of the concept of a heffalump and rue wants to be a big boy and catch a heffalump even though they said that rue couldn't go with him because he was too young and he catches a heffalump but the heffalump's another little kid just like rue and they become friends and we learn about the power of friendship and how we're all really the same and
2: You shouldn't be scared of things that you think are different.
0: Yeah. It's a movie for babies. It's cute, but it's a movie for babies.
2: Both of them are.
0: Both of them are. Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie is about wanting to have his new friend experience Halloween for the first time, because apparently Heffalumps don't celebrate that holiday. They have some of their own very elephant noise-based holidays. (laughs) Um, And it's also... Um, partially about a different Pooh Halloween special where Piglet learns to not be as it's scared. About bravery. Yeah.
2: Or something.
0: <laughs> it's also for babies, but it's also like only 30 to 40 minutes long, and then it adds another 20 minutes by just wholesale putting another short into the middle of it as a. Let me tell you about when my friend learned to not be scared. So, <laughs> so you know. Yep. Um. But it's cute. What did we think of these movies?
1: I love them because, I mean, I love them for my grandson and he's two and a half. And he is such a cutie. Movies
0: for babies. Yes.
1: <laughs> so and I definitely want him to see uh, the first movie, which is on Disney Plus, and the other one is really cute. But I just mean, I yeah, I forgot. It's not on. It's on Disney not Plus. on Disney Plus. But but definitely, I I can see why we watch them together because you wouldn't know who his new little friend this um, this little heffalump is. Lumpy. If we just lumpy, if we just watch the second movie, you've got to see you've got to see the first one, the yeah. lumpy movie, to know who little lumpy is.
2: Yeah, they're both movies for babies, and also poor lumpy, like true, I feel like he gets traumatized in both of them. Yeah, it's he's pretty does. sad for poor he little does. lumpy. So. He gets scared,
0: I Like, I I played Kingdom Hearts 3 before I saw these movies, and in that, Lumpy's just, like, at Rabbit's place and is, like, happy and smiley with all of them, and I didn't know what Lumpy's been through. Oh, I
1: know. Um, Poor Lumpy.
0: Yeah, I mean, these movies are cute and they're fine. Um, All Winnie the Pooh movies are ostensibly for babies, but this is, like... Really for, they're both really for babies. <laughs> like the original Winnie the Pooh shorts or whatever that, that Disney made were like for families or whatever. But they were made by some of the animators oh, doing all the other Disney stuff, including shorts and movies of the time. And so they had a little bit of a different sensibility, but these are just like firmly baby movies and that's fine.
2: Yeah, the first one is also for moms.
0: Yes, the first yes. one is also very much for moms. Yes, this is true. A lot, a lot of Kanga in the first one, and Lumpy's mom, I don't remember if she ever gets a name, but she's a half a lump lady. She's not in the next, in the second one. And there's a whole sequence that's just, like, blatantly for moms, um, yes. just trying to tug on their heartstrings, and it worked for moms.
1: Yes, it's so cute, and like I said, I just so want my grandson to see this first movie, because <laughs> I have gotten him Winnie the Pooh books, and I've uh-huh. gotten him Winnie the Pooh, uh um, music that we play at bath time and all. So yeah,
0: they're very cute. Um, but if you're an adult, I don't know if they're super for you, unless you just really <laughs> love Winnie <laughs> the Pooh Yeah, or you're a parent and you're like, this would be great for my child. <laughs> Let's get specific. I'm going to talk a little bit about Pooh's Heffalump movie. This film was originally intended as a direct to video release I don't know what changed, but apparently did run in theaters at least a little bit. Carly Simon, who did, who uh, composed all of the songs for this first movie, uh, came up with Lumpy's full name, Heffridge Trumpler Brompett Heffalump the Fourth. (laughs) Thank you for that, Carly. Yes. Uh, this was the final production of Walt Disney Animation Japan. Once the film was completed, Disney closed the studio in June 2004, eight months before the film's release. Oh. And and that's a shame because when we get to the next one, I missed them.
1: Yeah. Is what yeah.
0: I'll say for now.
1: Yeah, because it was beautiful. I mean, it, I definitely there was a definite visual difference definitely. in the first and second. And the color was so much even more vibrant and... The images clear and crisp and darn.
0: Part of that is also just that it's in like HD quality on Disney Plus, whereas mm. what I found is not that. But still, there's okay. a definite difference. Um But yeah, let's talk some about the story and characters for the first one. Pooh's Heffalump movie.
2: I think Rue was a good protagonist. I enjoyed his character.
0: No one respects him. And that's sad. Especially Rabbit. Rabbit's very dismissive of poor Rue.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But I think that that Rue, like I said, I value, like you said, I think he was a good little protagonist. And I love at the end where Kanga is like, stop. And then I like how she would grab them, but it's like, let him finish. Uh, But yeah, I think he was. And I even love just in the course of the action, how he became an even better friend and even just, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, it's just, you know, this is such a, movie for babies that early on when it's like oh Rue can't come along I was like but Rue is obviously going to be instrumental in resolving the plot of this movie so this is a little bit of a tiring plot device but it just really meant that he went out by himself the next day so it didn't last too long fortunately yeah there wasn't any real attempt to keep him from doing anything just not going with them but they didn't, of course, they didn't go till the next day either so yeah. I, yeah
1: well and also rue it's it's cute because it almost shows how rue is much more capable than even the whole group of them yeah
2: early on they were showing that like his instincts and what he was trying to bring up that was you know dismissed or ignored was you know closer to to the truth or what they should be doing
0: yeah yeah No, Kanga is like one of the most competent, smart of the characters in the Hundred Acre Wood. And so it makes sense that her child also is. Like both of them are just so far above the others. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Piglet could maybe be a little smarter if he weren't so scared of everything. I feel like that's kind of his main thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, And Eeyore's too apathetic towards most things. But Tigger and Rabbit are just stupid, and so is Owl, <laughs> even though he likes to act like he's not. Owl's not in either of these movies, though. So and Pooh, and yeah, obviously Pooh's stupid. <laughs> Pooh is very—he du- has emotional. No, he doesn't even have that intelligence. He just has a big heart. Yes, you know? yes. Um, the Little Mister Roo segment, um, that that song, but also just that sequence was uh, so sweet and saccharine that it gave me a toothache. Um, i think mom enjoyed it a lot though.
1: i did i did it's such a precious going to sleep song and i i loved it the it mom was a and little me- much
0: for me yeah.
1: but the mom and me oh my god and the and the nana in me oh uh-huh. my gosh i loved it i don't really remember
0: <laughs> um tigger was sort of weird in this movie especially in the beginning when he's like making faces and stuff behind Rabbit as he talks that didn't really feel like a Tigger thing to me especially like some of the mm-hmm. how he, Rabbit would look back at him and he'd have like a big smile like oh I wasn't doing anything or I, it was kind of weird I it liked
2: it in the beginning when he was trying to follow him yeah as like a like okay this is what we do but then yes when it kind of evolved into a like making faces and like yeah like, You know, making fun of him behind his back. That that just didn't really
0: feel like Tigger. Yeah. That he would, like, be that openly mocking. And then it also felt like he was, with with some of the faces he made when Rabbit looked back at him, like he was too self-aware of how Rabbit feels about him. And I feel like part of their relationship is just that Tigger is completely oblivious to how annoyed rabbit is with him constantly
1: so mm, so yeah,
0: so yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't huge on that sequence uh, I did love the unflattering description of rabbit still being true later when uh there's a part where lumpy is describing multiple mm, characters yes. but as as they're scary like I've heard of them and they're scary or whatever and but his description of them is you know a little off base than than how they actually are except rabbits, which is that he is like yells all the time and stuff and is like yeah no, i mean he's just like that but he's he's fine once you get to know him <laughs> uh le- like mom said i loved when uh kanga prevented tigger and rabbit from running off she just like held their their necks as they were gonna run off when the big mama Huffleup showed up
1: <laughs> yes well and then at one point um when when little rue was telling him to stop and that that um, Lumpy was, you know, a friend and, and to stop, you know, hurting him, and, and trying to capture him and they weren't going to listen and Rue, I mean, and sorry, and Kanga was like, mm-hmm. you know, in a nice way, told them to close their mouths, you know, to hush, right. um, so that Rue could speak. I also really, um, again, it's just a movie with a lot of heart. I like you all alluded to the theme earlier, but but it it really showed how how things get twisted and how easily things can get twisted because all the things that that Pooh and Piglet and everyone's scared of really is just the sound of the trumpets that they make and, and then all the things they made up about hempalup, heffalumps. And then you find out from Lumpy's perspective that he was also taught not to go into their, you know, the hundred, the poo and all their side of the wood, um, and that there were terrifying, scary things for him. And even as he's describing the little pink one, meaning piglet, who's just... Who shakes and is scared all the time? But well, he'll get that could you. Be, yeah, but he'll get you because how that could be scary. But yes, yeah, like, but he'll get you. So yeah, it's it just very interesting. And poor little Lumpy was just terrified. And then it broke my heart, sorry, when they actually tried to capture him. And then he really was terrified. He went and, through and it. And then he was like, and he's like, Rue, you promised me it would be okay. And it was just so sad. It's
0: like, good job, guys. You made a child cry. Yeah. One of the things I find interesting is that it sort of, to an extent, feels like it's just lumpy and his mom that's over there because there's mm-hmm. never any sign of any others until the credits and there's a sequence but oh, yes. where, where a bunch of heffalumps are standing yes. on two legs and taking notes as rabbit shows them his vegetables yes and i loved that yes and i kind of wish that we saw in like other heffalumps at some point in, in the halloween one but we didn't
1: oh i know that would have been so cute
0: you guys have any other story characters for the first one
1: I loved also then find the, the lesson at one point when when Lumpy and uh, Rue were playing. Um, one of the things that that Rue had talked him into doing it is that he said he wants to capture. I need to capture you. And so he had he had lassoed and had a rope around Lumpy's neck. And so then they played and stuff with that. Well, at one point when they were over on Rue's side of the woods and they're playing and they're and they're splashing in the water. And I just loved Rue just like looks at him and just somehow realizes and says, you don't need that on anymore and takes that He says you're not
0: captured. Oh, yeah, you're not
1: captured anymore. And then takes the rope off. And and I just love I just feel like that was the final cementing of the lesson that that you're othering someone when you when you make them out to be bad and scary just because you don't know them and you don't understand them. And I just I just love that moment.
2: Yeah, not just that. It was uh, a moment of selflessness in terms of him wanting to use uh, Lumpy to show them, you know, whatever. That That he was a big big boy, boy. that he could do these things. But he realizes that it's like, oh, this isn't cool. Like, this is just a kid like me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a growth moment as well, not just for the kind of prejudice thing.
0: Definitely, yeah. Talking some about the second movie, the Halloween movie... I I didn't really love that Pooh just ate all the candy. I know! He just, like, ruined Halloween for everyone. And that's just kind of, like, a bad look. And I know that part of Pooh's thing is that he often causes problems that then people have to deal with. But it's usually supposed to be kind of, like, cute and accidental. And this was just, he literally ate everyone's candy, even though it was in marked bags for them. Yeah. And that's just, like... It's kinda of mean and callous and is played off as like oops, but like Yeah. That's kinda of messed up. My poo. tummy. My yeah, tummy you candy. you ruined it for every all of your friends. Like that's that's just rude. I didn't like that very much.
1: Yeah, the one and now I can't think of it, uh the name of it, but it's a kid show that um that Parker watches. The one with the panda that I don't like. <laughs> of that much. I know you've seen it. Why have I? Anyway, but, she, but they're playing a game and she eats everyone's cookies. And then she's just like, because she's the cowboy, you know, cookie kid. And yeah, I just don't like that logic. It's like, it's just selfish. And uh, yeah, I can't, I, it surprises me that they let Pooh do that because, uh, yeah. just
0: Yeah. Cause it's not like, I could see you doing something like that in a kid's show and, like, having it be a lesson of learning not to be selfish. Like, look how much you hurt it. But, like, there wasn't any focus on that. It was really just, like, a plot device to make Rue and Lumpy want to go do a wish to get candy back or whatever. Like, rather than a moment where Pooh had to learn anything, you know? Like, yeah. Pooh doesn't learn anything in this movie. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I wasn't big on it. Um I also wasn't big on the fact on when I realized that this was one of those Winnie the Pooh movie, movies with a big flashback to an older Winnie the Pooh animated thing cuz I thought that the sequel to a movie that was all new animation <laughs> would also be that but no it just has like a full like 20 minutes of it that is from a 1996 Pooh special uh this is this was made in like the 2000s so like the, I I wasn't huge on that. It's like, let me tell you about when my friend was going through a thing. And I was like, oh no, are we about to? And yes, we then just flash back to a different Pooh special.
2: Yeah, it really yeah. ruined whatever flow it was trying to achieve. Definitely. And, the, yeah. and then they cut the short in the middle for for Rue to be like, to, to say something to kind of remind you, like we're yeah. in a different film. And then it goes back to the short.
0: And it's like, that's... That's only annoying at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It it's obnoxious. Um, the short itself was arguably more enjoyable for me than the movie that it's in. Um, just a uh, it's called "Boo to You," Winnie the Pooh. Um, is is the name of that special from nineteen ninety six? Boo to You Two. Boo to You Two, Winnie the Pooh, and uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I kind of. I have a softer spot in my heart for the kind of cell animation of the older Winnie the Pooh 90s and before stuff rather than the like computerized uh colored stuff. Um, so I, I kind of enjoyed seeing that. And Gopher's here. He he keeps making Halloween costumes that are based on his friends.
2: Standout character.
0: And and it was great. Gopher was very good in in this short. His Eeyore was my absolute favorite. Eor was so was good. So Eor was oh my god. Yeah.
2: He started out with the best. I, I don't know why they didn't. They made him feel like it wasn't good.
0: Yeah. Right. It was a great costume. And then later when he was in his piglet costume, Pooh briefly thought he was piglet so that was a fun little little thing and then at the very end he had a, a costume made up of like vegetables and stuff by accident basically and everyone was like oh that's a great costume and so he he got to have a nice little happy ending there I was like good for, good for gopher well and they and and he had the
1: absolute best costumes but the others had really good costumes, they had at cute the beginning, costumes. and then some much better than the
0: ones they had in the main movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well but also i thought at the end they was was that the main movie that they they just had like the no, blanket things but then ch- they changed, they changed into some yeah, yeah. kind of just covered with blanket things so. yeah
0: so it's they like had better costumes yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, piglet ruined halloween in this one but it was for a much more sympathetic reason than Pooh did just because he's a little scaredy um and he got over it so it was fine and then back in the main movie, there's a part where uh, Winnie the Pooh said, of all Halloweens I remember, and I can't. And I was like, oh, Pooh, <laughs> you don't have a good memory at all. Um, um, and, and Ticker
1: was being awfully extra in the beginning of this because he was being way too scary. And the one thing I don't like is how all of them were oblivious to how they were terrifying poor Lumpy again. That he would tigger in telling all of his scary and spooky things yeah. was just getting more and more terrified and and hiding under a bed and just oh it was. Yeah, he was scared. And then Rabbit kept trying to open the window and let light in, and and then they were having this fight. I thought for sure, which I'm glad it actually didn't happen, that they're, I thought where they were going with that is they were going to rip the curtain as right. he and Tigger were fighting or totally wreck his house, which they seemed to like to do with like, you know, someone pulling and tugging and then letting go of the tension and flying and crashing into stuff. So right, right. I'm glad that that didn't happen.
0: Anything else about these two movies story characters before we talk about um, voice acting?
1: I didn't mind the actual second story I could have done. I mean, I just don't like, like I said, how they, they did it with inserting another movie in it. I would have been fine just with the story in itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I
2: mean, I guess, again, poor Lumpy just gets isolated and scared
1: alone, and that doesn't feel great. It's very sad. And they keep redoing that because like even the end of this second movie, you know, he and we were trying to go to this scary tree and to whatever the name of this supposed creature is that turns you into, into jack-o'-lanterns. But then if you capture it, you can get a wish. But anyway, so they're off on this adventure, but somehow lumpy gets trapped inside the tree of the trap that they had created and again, isolated again. And yeah, it's just sad that they keep doing that where Poor he just Lumpy. keeps being terrified.
2: Yeah, it's weird. In the first one, Lumpy seemed like a an overall, I don't know, well-rounded, not strong character, yeah. but like... Yeah,
1: confident. Yeah, strong. yeah.
2: Like, you know, Piglet is always scared or whatever. So to, I don't know, make Lumpy scared in the, in the first one... I don't know, I guess him going to the other forest that kind of challenges that. Like, he's confident in his place, but going somewhere new makes him scared. So, that's that's fine, okay. And in the second one, like, I guess being scared of this Halloween
0: thing is... It was just like he was just scared all the time, and it was kind of a lot.
2: Yeah, it, which which, again, felt different compared to when he's introduced, and he's very happy and, like, excited to meet this new... Uh, new person and, you know, very playful. I I think
0: he was happy at first, but then Tigger did his story pretty early on and then he was just, like, scared the whole rest of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was... I didn't enjoy him as much as in the first one. Well, and they did have, like, the very
1: end, he thought that Rue was in danger and so he then just... Forgot about his fear and and broke down the the barrier to to rescue Rue, but I but there was just too much in between where they had him in fear. Yeah, it just that just went on too long, you know. And so in that sense, I just feel like they just keep victimizing poor <laughs> poor Lumpy.
0: He was traumatized in the first one, and it, he's still dealing with it. Yeah, oh. I
1: guess I I would want something else for his
2: character if they're going to put him in a sequel yes versus you know putting him into another scary situation and and doing the same plot point in this movie for
0: babies (laughs) let's talk some about voice acting i have one of my patented fun facts that isn't very fun at all to share with y'all oh no oh no! Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie marked voice actor John Fielder's final appearance as Piglet as he died two and a half months before the film's release. He died before completing his voice work. So Travis Oates, who was uh, was brought in to finish the remaining scenes and received credit for additional voices. And then uh, Travis Oates became Piglet's new official voice actor uh, after that. Um, And he clearly did a good job because I didn't notice a part where Piglet suddenly sounded different or anything. Um, but, but yes, this is unfortunately a longtime Piglet voice actor, John Fielder's final performance.
2: Oh, Yeah. But he must have, he was, the
0: Halloween was was the? The Halloween one. Okay. The, the first one was the last performance of his that released while he was alive. Got it. Whereas the Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie was the last one that had him in it. And it released after he died.
1: Okay. Oh, so sad. I always yeah. get so sad when just such a excellent voice actor.
0: I know. Dies. It's it's sad. But he did a good job. He's always good as Piglet. Um, pretty much all the other people are who they usually are, Jim Cummings as Winnie the Pooh, and Tigger Eeyore's peter cullen um they're pretty much all the normal voice actors and as is tradition rue is two different people in both of these movies because they just keep getting children to play rue, I oh, guess. okay uh nikita hopkins in the first one and jimmy bennett in the second one
2: okay i think they're both fine
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and then michael go uh is here as gopher but he didn't have any new lines. It's just stuff from the 1996 special. Yeah. So.
1: And Lumpy? Yeah, I was going to say who played Lumpy?
0: Lumpy is Kyle Stanger. And he was the same in both movies. Okay. So. Okay, good. Good, good. Oh, and the narrator that we briefly heard at the beginning of Pooh's at Halloween movie, which for some reason started with like live act, the live action opening thing, a la of like the older stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why it did when the other one didn't, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that narr- narrator was David Ogden Steers, um, who's been in a lot of stuff, but you might most clearly know as uh, Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I thought. Kanga in the first film, I don't know, it took me a little bit to get used to her voice. Uh, maybe because you don't hear her often, because she's not really a big part of a lot of the shorts.
0: Yeah. No, Kanga doesn't tend to be in it a lot. Uh, but I think Kath Susie had been voicing her for quite a while, so. Yeah. Let's talk some about Animation. As I said uh, with the first movie, after it was made, Disney, uh, well, Disney Animation Japan was closed. After the Heffalump Halloween movie was made, well, the Heffalump Halloween movie was the final uh, Winnie the Pooh film that Disney Toon Studios made. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is partially because I think the only Winnie the Pooh movie made after this was the 2011 Winnie the Pooh movie that was made by the main animation studio and flopped horribly and made them decide not to do any more 2d animation after they briefly brought it back for princess and the frog and that movie, uh, which isn't because it was bad. People just didn't go see it. We'll eventually cover that movie. As mentioned, this Halloween movie had uh, Winnie the Pooh special from the nineties in it, but it was edited slightly beyond obviously the cuts to put it in there and the brief, um, Narration from Rue. Uh, beyond that, it was also dubbed um, in the parts where Pooh and Tigger talk about heffalumps. They instead uh, say it talk about spookables, um, uh. which was a dubbing thing because they originally were talking about heffalumps.
2: Yeah, because you mm. saw a heffalump in. I think somebody's vision some of like yeah. scary stuff.
0: Yeah. No. And in, in the whole Tigger sequence yes. where with his song. Yeah. He had scary Heffalumps and stuff. Yeah. They were definitely talking about Heffalumps because that was the main.
2: Antagonist. Yeah. That was the main thing, thing, thing that you would
0: bring up. Yeah. But they instead said that they instead redubbed it and had Jim Cummings talk about spookables.
2: Okay. <laughs> so that
0: the story wasn't rude to Lumpy. Uh-huh.
1: Um,
0: and then Rabbit has more greenish fur in... Uh, The old New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh show and the 1996 special wasn't specifically made for that show, but was more or less like supposed to be in line with that show. And so he was more greenish yellow um, in there, but they digitally edited him a little to make him more yellow like he is in the rest of the movie.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: Also, Phil Spencer... Or Phil Weinstein, I'm not sure if he changed names or if one of the sources had the wrong name, but Phil someone uh, won the 1997 Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Animation for his work on the Boo to You 2 Winnie the Pooh special. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, if I had to guess, probably for that Tigger sequence, that was very well animated. Um, lots of, Lots of vibrant animation in that part. As far as animation for each of these individual movies, um, i got a couple of notes. For the first Teflon movie, I, found, I, I thought that sometimes Rabbit's lower jaw was drawn with a noticeably longer, like, fluffy beard kind of thing. It was kind of weird. It felt like it varied a lot, and I'm used to it being shorter. Um, I loved Pooh's expedition hat.
2: Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Uh Lumpy is a super cute heffalump, very fluidly animated with jumping around and just being adorable. Very expressive. Yes. Um often kind of animated like I, I would expect a dog to be animated, mm, um yes. but adorable. Um and then what was with that expression on Rabbit's face when he saw the Heffalump late in the movie? Remember? It was
2: it was <laughs> uh, a lot. It was
0: a lot. It was quite a quite a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Overall the animation in the first one, I mean, it's not like the greatest animation ever, but it all looked good. I thought it looked beautiful like it's it's yeah. a nice looking movie. Yeah. Um yeah, good good job everyone. It looks nice, often very fluid. Um I'm not like in love with the the digital coloring of it. Um I wish it was maybe a little less garish, but that's just kind of the style at the time. It was. It looks it looks good. Like it's a nice looking movie. Uh, the Hall- Heffalump Halloween movie, on the other hand, the animation quality was a lot lower. Part of it is, is again, that I, I had lower quality video for it. But, like, you could just kind of tell it was not as fluid. Um, there was a lot of just animation kind of shortcuts and yeah. stuff. Um, even beyond the fact that it used a thing from 1996 within it. Um, yeah,
2: like, somebody was talking on the left side and on the right side. They were just kind of there with their mouths yeah. open. Not really doing much.
0: Yeah, it, it it looked okay, but not, like, great. It didn't look nearly as good as its predecessor. And then it had that weird slow motion thing, at the, like, at, towards the very yes. end. Yes. When, like, Lumpy, like, threw Rue up. And it was, it was some kind of weird, like... It tried to like slow it down. It looked awful. I don't know why they made that choice. Yeah, it was a bad choice. Agree. Uh, The animation in the segment from 1996, I thought, was a lot higher overall. It still, it was like TV quality animation. Yeah, yeah, it's like TV quality animation. I don't think it looks overall as quality and smooth as the first movie, but it looked better than the movie it was in um and in particular i thought uh tigger's song sequence where he's imagining all the spooky stuff uh, was was very well animated um lots lots of fun movement and just weird things happening that that sequence was a joy to watch um yeah overall it was like a, a slightly better animated than usual episode of the new adventures of winnie the pooh so you guys have any other thoughts
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you you covered it. I like the first one, how it looked better. And it was a bit jarring once you get from the second film's, you know, animation to the old special.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, But that was just kind of jarring in general.
0: And sometimes sometimes Rabbit, who I think was the entire time more or less digitally colored, sometimes it was brighter than usual. And it was, it, it didn't always look great i yes. guess yeah they could have just left him green maybe rabbit was more green in the past whatever
1: <laughs> yeah um but yeah i i'm an, i agree i i i really liked the animation in the in the first movie and then you know noticeable difference in the second and the in, in the the second and the second inside the second <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um Kind of like talking about a Mickey Mouse cartoon being in live action. Not a whole lot of point. There's a live action Money the Pooh movie and it it makes use of live action. But the stories that these movies are telling, it makes the most sense for it to be live action. Or at least, or sorry, to be animation of some sort. Yeah. Um,
2: did they have, when they did the live action intro for the second film, did they have a little Heffalump doll in there?
0: I don't actually remember.
2: Yeah, I, I don't... don't
1: remember there being one...
2: I would like to have seen one. Yeah, that would have. Yeah. yeah,
1: because because in fact they they don't even allude to it because when when he gets falls into the hole he pretends like he's a heffalump and stuff because they're all scared remember and he's and he's going around and then basically he equated it to he was being a heffalump because he wasn't being kind which is kind of sad. Kind of the, the, you what are you talking her? about? I don't, I don't remember it. what
0: we're You about don't about even remember that? Oh, you're talking about the live action movie? Yes.
1: No, I'm talking
2: oh. about the little intro in the second film that oh, was... Oh, I yeah. thought
0: you were talking about no, the, the live ac- action. No, the live action movie doesn't talk about Heffalumps in any way outside of what the original stories did, which right, is just like exactly. a boogeyman.
1: Yeah. No, no, yeah. In the, she in
0: means the live action at the very beginning of the it, second movie. it, got yeah, it. Right, I right.
1: Don't, I don't remember seeing one.
0: Which, uh, since we're talking about that, I don't feel like we needed that sequence. It was kind of weird that it was even there yeah. because the movie before it didn't have it. I don't I don't know why it was there. Yeah. It was fine, but it just, it didn't feel needed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wonder if there was some comment on it based on the first film about like, well, we missed that. But regardless, I would have liked to have seen a little Heffalump doll. That could have been nice to incorporate something new. Into this kind of classic intro.
0: Yeah, and, well, I don't, I can't imagine that they got a bunch of complaints because to put in context, before this, Rue had a movie, Piglet had a movie, and there was the Tigger movie. And I don't think those had live action openings either. So it just, it just felt weird Maybe to I'm have that. Maybe studio choice. Possibly. Like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm, weird, whatever. Let's talk some about sound design. Uh, I liked the string music uh, in in the first one. Uh, Joel McNeely did the score for uh, the Heffalump movie, and and I I really liked some of the kind of calm, pretty sounding music that he did. Uh, Mark Waters did the music in the ha- Halloween one, and it was it was fine. Um, no real complaints there. Um, but I I liked some of. I just particularly was like, oh, that that sounds really nice. In some of it, and in, in the first one, mm-hmm. um, the songs are composed by Carly Simon in the first movie, and by Michael Shervisher and Patty Shervisher in the second one. I th- I think those two composed the new songs and the older ones that mm-hmm. were in the '96 special. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Um, So if someone knows that I'm wrong, feel free to let us know. But I think they did both. Not 100% sure. Um, I overall enjoyed the music in the second one more. The songs, I mean. The songs in the first one felt like they were written by a person who writes pop music. (laughs) And the songs in the second one felt like they were written by people that write musical songs. Or at least that's their inspiration kind of thing is that sort of musical song style, even though it's for babies. But like, yeah, uh, I overall enjoyed. I liked the trick-or-treating song that was at the beginning of the the second movie more than like any of the music in the first one.
2: I don't remember the songs that well. None of them were stand out to me. None of
0: them are songs I want to have and listen to again and again or anything.
2: Yeah, there was just that one in the first movie that had... I can't describe I put, the energy that it I put, this friend
0: song is so. <laughs> I just, it's, is so, was I, all that I could say.
2: I felt like it was trying to be a classic rock song. Is weird. But I can't name the inspiration. Like, I can't, I can't connect it to something. But it felt like it was trying to be a song from someone. I don't know. It was, yeah. It had an energy.
0: It had an energy. And
2: it's, which one is it? I, is it Shoulder to Shoulder?
0: I think it's Shoulder to Shoulder. Either that or with a few good friends. Not sure.
1: I think it's shoulder to shoulder. I think so. I really like, I mean, I, I enjoyed the music in both, but I agree. I mean, I can see what you're saying with, with both. And I, and I especially loved in the first one, the, the lullaby song with Little Mr. Rue. Little Mr. Rue. Because again, I just would love to have Parker go to sleep with that one. Yeah. I just so precious. I'm trying to remember. There was one. Was it Brave Together that had that
2: kind of dual the the yes. two lines that had
0: them both talking? Yeah, I yeah, can yeah, see yeah. what you
2: mean by the musical thing for that one especially. That the was fun. the
0: trick or treating with her friends also it kind of like had like some. It didn't have the overlapping, but it had kind of had the like. Going through different parts, kind of like a, a musical number with a whole bunch of principal actors yeah. would. Yeah, like the, just the structure of the songs in that one felt more akin to a musical styling than the ones in the first one, which felt more pop styled. Yeah. And if if I'm going to have songs in an animated movie, I generally prefer musical style over pop style. That's just my preference.
2: And I think the second film outside of the music, had more like TV sound effects where like tings and, and whatever, when actions are happening, like bouncing and stuff like that. So, and that I think gave the, the second film a different feel.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, especially given that it has 20 minutes of a thing that is aping uh, New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, it felt a closer to that overall than the first one did. But I, th- yeah, I, I like the bit that actually is the 1996 one more than what's around it. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? I don't have any notes here. Um, I think it holds up like fine enough. Um, I, again, like the, the color, the bright neon kind of coloring of the 2000s digital stuff. It isn't my favorite, but it looks fine enough. Um, and... I mean, there's not... It's weird having a movie that just cuts to animation from 96 that is cell animation compared to their digital animation, but whatever. Over... I mean, I don't know. There's not, like, references or anything. It, I think they hold up fine enough.
2: Yeah, I, I think... I don't know if it would be, which I don't know if this is relevant to the section, a kind of beloved film of somebody, and, like, if they watch it... I don't think they'd be necessarily disappointed. It's just, it's just a kid's film. It's a f- yeah. film for younger children. Yeah. Um. But,
0: And yeah. And the first one, I mean, you know, we'll talk about it, but the first one definitely holds up more as a film than the second one, which is kind of just, if you want to see more lumpy. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 No spoilers because these Winnie the Pooh movies don't need it. Some Winnie the Pooh movies might. This doesn't. Um, Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene in either movie? You can do one from each or just one total, whatever you feel like.
1: I think one of mine was just Tigger making the weird faces. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't about that either.
0: I'll say that for the first movie, and for the second movie, I'll say when Rue started saying, "Let me tell you about when my friend Piglet," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, "No," <laughs> just started immediately looking up. Does this movie have stuff from another? Oh, it does, hundred um, percent. So those will be my two.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I'll agree with the Tigger one. Just. Like the first part wasn't bad, but when it went on longer and he was being more
1: mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, it just didn't feel like Tigger. What was your favorite scene altogether, or in either?
1: I think for me, at least in the first one, was um, Little Rue's kind of epiphany that um, what he was de- giving up and 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 taking off the rope from a uh, little lumpy and realizing that was not a, a cool thing to do and that. You know, and again, that his friendship with Lumpy meant more than than capturing, you know, and looking
0: like he's grown up to the others. I really liked that. I think for me, in the first movie, it'll be when Lumpy and Rue meet after they're outside of the, the house when they like properly kind of meet and just kind of getting to know Lumpy there. I, I, I enjoyed that scene. And then in the second one, it is Gopher in that Eeyore costume. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I, I I definitely need to add that that for the second movie too.
0: I don't know why they acted like his costumes weren't good because that Eeyore costume was the best. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it just looks so good. Okay, I'm trying to decide. Um for the first one it definitely is a rue lumpy scene together. Like they were they're were very cute.
0: I honestly I found a lot of the scenes that wasn't them annoying. So. Yeah.
2: The, yeah, the other
0: characters weren't as well served by that movie.
2: No, I don't know if it was um feeling out of character or or very maybe Rabbit was taking too much charge and they were going with him too much. I, I
0: Yeah, don't, I don't know. Uh
2: but um Rue like I, I said earlier, he was a he was a good protagonist. Like he had a journey to go on and um I I enjoyed it. And Lumpy was was, was cute overall. Mm-hmm. Um of it I will say, yeah, I guess I'll agree when they when they met. And for the second one, I don't know that that one was just not as engaging. So so yeah, we'll go with Gopher as well.
0: <laughs> Who was your least favorite character in either movie or in yeah, whatever?
1: <laughs> it's just like that Bosco short. <laughs> um. For me, it might be between Tigger and Rabbit. I think um,
0: Rabbit was my least favorite in the first one.
1: Yeah, and I would agree. And then the second one to me, I think is Tigger though, because I didn't like how Tigger was doing the faces one. But then just that kept... was the first movie. Oh, that was the first movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, well, in the second movie though, where he kept just just being trying to be scary, and then you know, is just oblivious to how he's terrorizing poor Lumpy.
0: And the first one for me, it's Rabbit, because he's, he's mean to Lumpy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then in the second one, it's Lumpy, because he's too scared all the time, and it's annoying. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think the first one, Rabbit, but because he's mean to Rue, he's being dismissive of him.
0: Right, yeah, exactly.
2: Um, And in the second one...
0: Very patronizing towards Rue.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, just not letting him speak. He's so, like, okay,
0: sweetie. And yeah. he's like, no, you can't go. It's too dangerous for you.
2: And that's why I, I did... Oh, dang. Actually, let's go back. In the first movie, it was when Kanga said, let him speak to oh, Rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was... I'm that like, was your yes, favorite? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. uh And so then, yeah. Least favorite, Rabbit in the first one. In the second one... Oh, in the second one,
1: Winnie the Pooh because it ate all the candy. Oh, That's I am point. I'm gonna shift to that. Because, I'm gonna I'm yes, gonna jump over to I'm Winnie. I'm gonna jump to Winnie too. Who was your
0: favorite character? Um, first one, Lumpy. Second one, Gopher.
2: I will say first one, Roo.
1: Second one, yeah,
2: we'll go Gopher as well. <laughs>
1: I'm going to say first one, Rue. I really like Lumpy, but Rue was just a really... It's okay. Good, I already threw Lumpy the bone, little, so Lumpy's yeah, got a bone. Yeah, And he, you know, he just went on such a good little journey. And then the second one, I'm actually going to say Lumpy because Lumpy, you know, I didn't like how they kept having him terrorized, but at the end, he even, you know, broke through his little fear and, res- and tried to rescue little Rue, so say really
0: so lumpy boo bad choice <laughs> uh, no you're fine uh Tim Curry it wouldn't make sense for him to be literally mm, any of these no. characters so
1: because <laughs> no, they have they can have you normal... imagine oh, no, okay hold they... on
2: if the creature from the second film existed maybe he should have been voiced by Tim Curry
0: sure but he didn't so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it.
2: Uh, rec- recommending—I don't know. I probably I wouldn't watch these again. Uh, are they worth it to watch at all? Maybe if you're maybe if you're a baby, like it's probably fine to put on yeah, for, for your children. children. Well, I mean, I don't think there'd be much for adults. Maybe for the first one, again, babies and moms.
0: There's stuff for adults if you're like mom and just really love Winnie the Pooh and stuff that's sugary sweet. Yes. (laughs) If that's not you, eh.
1: So, I don't know. (laughs) But it might be you, so don't let them talk you about (laughs)
0: it. No.
2: (laughs) So, uh, I don't think I'd recommend it. It's not terrible. I just didn't really enjoy it overall, like some of the other Winnie the Pooh stuff. Um... For the rating, for the first one, I'll. It looked good. Lumpy was cute. Ruse was good. I guess rewinding a little bit. A light recommendation for the first one. I I wouldn't recommend recommend the second one. Uh, maybe the short inside of it you could see. Okay, back to ratings. For the first one, I will give it a two point seven five. There was some some good things there. So yeah, and for the second one, I will give it a probably like a one point seven five. Yeah, overall, I I don't I don't know. I wasn't as enjoyable.
1: Um, for me, I am going to definitely recommend the first one, especially for your grandchildren or you know, or for your mom watching with your children. It's just one of those things, you know, Winnie the Pooh, and it's well done, and the songs are just so pretty. It just brings me back to my happy place, and, and it's just just a joy to watch. And I'm going to give the, the first movie um, a 3.5 because I just think the animation was beautiful, and I really like the songs and the story, and just the good little, yeah, just I think it was a nice, solid, really nice little movie. For the second one, I'm going to, I think, say a 2.75. And just because with all of the kind of stuffing in the other movie and the difference with animation and the story was not as fluid, but still some cute things there. So just light recommend on the second and a
0: 2.75. I am overall going to side with Valerie here. I do 2.75 for the first one. Um, it's pretty cute. I don't know if I'd really watch it again, but it's, it's good for, for families. like, it's a, it's cute, has, has a decent little moral and stuff. The animation's pretty nice. Uh, The second one I would give a 1.75. It's just it's just eh. if you really if you really want more lumpy or your kid really wants more lumpy, then it's fine. Like there's nothing awful about it, but I certainly wouldn't watch it again. I might watch the little uh, special that is in it again by itself. (laughs) Um, And I'd probably give that like a 2.25. Gopher kind of really makes it for me. And it's like short. So it's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, I'd throw that on for Halloween in the background for 20 minutes. Um, whatever. Uh, so so that, that that I like and I might I could see myself watching that bit. Honestly, even more than the first movie, <laughs> I would be more likely to just in the course of like watching the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Like, sure, let's throw on this special, too. But yeah, they're all they're all fine. Um, I I Lightly recommend the first, and I don't really recommend the second, but there's certainly no harm in watching it. Thank you all very much for listening. Yeah, thank
1: you. Thank you. And I would love for you all to join me on Twitch, uh, Nanacritter, N-A-N-C-R-I-T-T-E-R, N-A-N-A. uh, streaming. I have
0: N-A-N-A.
1: N-A-N-A-C-R-I-T-T-E-R. And I stream every Wednesday now. I've made a permanent move to Wednesday at 7 p.m. CDT or CST. Uh, This second season, I'm playing Witcher 3. And you will also um, get to in the chat and sometimes calling me on the phone when I'm (laughs) not looking at my chat or watching my mini-map. But anyway, these two wonderful uh, people here, uh, uh, Danica and Valerie, join join me. But um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful chat. And yeah. Yeah, super fun. My first playthrough back seating aloud and yeah, just watch me like I, you know, sometimes I'm just really scaredy pants. And <laughs> uh but yeah, we have lots of fun. So come join me Wednesdays on Twitter, Nana Critter. Twitch. Twitch, I did say Twitter. <laughs> you can you can read about it, uh, but yeah, join me on Twitch. Oh, and you have a TikTok as well, right? Yes, and I now have a TikTok. So I, I even cut down the, the clips even more. So you'll see lots of fun clips from both seasons. Season one was Dragon Age Inquisition. And again, the second season is Witcher 3. So yeah, find me, look for Nana Critter on TikTok.
0: And next time, we will continue our Halloween spookaboo with a Scooby Doo movie that involves a creepy school. Ooh Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http://creativecommons.org/licenses/by/3.0. Slash 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 Thanks for listening.